Welcome to It's All Anonymous. I'm your host, Oscar Ruto. This is a podcast dedicated to the lessons I have learned in Alcoholics Anonymous. My intention is to find a way, with your help, dear listeners, to use the 12 steps, not just in recovery, but in all aspects of life. Join me on this journey of spiritual progress. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. This will be the Friday episode of It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. Now, if you live in the Eastern Hemisphere, then I have broken my promise to you. And this will, in fact, not be the Friday episode, but rather the Saturday morning episode. If you live the Western he- in the Western Hemisphere, I have only broken my- the promise to myself. And you will be- still be getting this podcast on Friday but at a later time than you usually do. Either way, uh, I do apologize for any delays, but I am still glad to be here to make it this Saturday morning. So for all you regular listeners, thank you for listening, sharing, commenting, and feedbacks. Thank you so much. And for the new listeners, thank you for trusting me with 10 to 15 minutes of your time this weekend. And I do hope you get something out of this podcast before I surely get something out of making it. Now, I'm going to jump right into it. This week, I have had several conversations with my wife and my co-workers about parenthood. Now, of course, this is a podcast that is intended to discuss how the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous can assist one outside of alcoholism and for me personally and for many people out there parenthood is one of those things that yes you do need to take stock and inventory of what kind of parent you are you need to decide and work towards what kind of parent you want to be a few days ago uh, I got home rather actually I got home and my daughter, who is usually asleep by the time I get home, or usually in the process of falling asleep, was still awake. And that really disappointed me. And she was, you know, running around, being playful. And as I was trying to get her to listen to her mother, I got frustrated and I raised my voice. Now, I realized this, it's one of those things where is this discipline or is this just anger and frustration I can be honest and say in that moment it wasn't discipline it was frustration discipline and self-control will have had me sit down with my daughter and maybe play with her for a few minutes and exhaust her out so she can go to sleep but frustration had me raise my voice in a moment of weakness I raised a voice at my daughter And it's one of those things whereby it made me question the kind of parent I am. Is this really who I want to be? Because I could tell that she was was scared in that moment. It was obvious she was scared. And that not only made me feel weak, but it made me realize how, how easy it is for one to become a villain. The funny thing about books by Charles Dickens is that his villains are evil for the sake of being evil, you know? 
But if you read other works of great literature, if you read Dostoevsky, if you read heck, if you read Steinbeck, you realize that evil believes it's good, you know. And in that moment, I was easily able to convince myself at least for a moment that I was actually disciplining my daughter. You know, there was no discipline there, man. It was just a man being weak and taking out his frustrations on a three-year-old girl. I was the villain that moment. Actually, like two hours ago, so it's now 6.30, it's around 4.30. It's now close to 7 a.m., so, but still two hours ago, I was in the gym. And they have TVs in the gym. They don't, they, they don't show workouts, they just play regular TV. And they were showing this this thing that happens in Japan whereby uh, this Power Ranger type characters go to daycares and first they will bring out the villains and the villain is like a guy dressed up as a anthropo- anthropomorphized cockroach. And he's scaring the kids and this two, three-year-old kids, they're crying, they're terrified. They're terrified at the sight of this man in a costume. But then the heroes come out, the Power Rangers, the red, blue, yellow, white, you know, they all come out and all the kids who are crying, they stop crying because they know the heroes are here to save the day, right? And as a parent, you want to be that Power Ranger that despite the evil and the monstrosity that exists out in the world, your presence is enough to soothe your child. That's what I want in my life. And it does happen once in a while. You know, I was jokingly saying to my brother that my daughter, you know, she's, of course, she's a girl. She's a girl, so she's she's already being a bit, you know, she has her nose to the sky, let's say. And she'll say, oh, daddy, I don't need you. Daddy, go away. Don't stay near me, you know. She she loves spending time with her mother, and that's a wonderful thing. But when she's scared of people, when she's scared of things, she doesn't turn to her mother. She turns to me. Right? And despite that being funny, it's true. And it shows there are moments where my daughter sees me as the man who will save the day. And you know, all these myths and stories we have of heroes, I believe they first begin in the children of minds. Sorry, <laughs> in the children of minds. I believe they first begin in the minds of children because it seems to me as though children, they turn anything into a myth, into a fantastical story. It's a fact, Right? I have this white mask in my home, a mask that I used for Halloween once. And for my daughter, when I put on that mask, I become a demon and she's terrified. She's terrified. It's just a white mask. Right? And so when my daughter says that anything bad in this world, When my daughter believes that she can be protected from anything bad in the world by her father, it seems to her as though her father is this God figure who can just fix everything, who can defend her from everything. And I do want to be that for my daughter. 
I want to be the kind of man who even when my daughter is in her 20s in her 30s she'll still believe that I can come and fix all her problems. Now I am not saying that I want to fix all her problems. But if she believes that, it means I did a great job. I was a man of character, a man of truth, a man who worked hard to protect himself and his people. And that is taking inventory of myself as a parent, as a man. And it is hard because as I've said, I think I said in, in a previous podcast that the modern world seems to deny us the opportunity to be parents. You see it all over social media people who say that we shouldn't have kids because oh there are too many people in the world and I think we just hit eight billion a week ago. And it's okay, so you know. So what do they expect us to do? Like stop having kids? And then we have this work culture, especially in a country like Japan where people just work, 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 work and your company should be your number one priority. Your family is maybe number two or number three. So we, it seems as though the world is telling us family isn't as important. There are other things that are more important. But why the hell do we work so hard if not to protect our family from the storm? Because all of this hard work, you know, there are things which are passions. Now that's different. But if you are a salary man, and I know this because I've talked to those people, they are not doing that because they're passionate about their jobs. They're doing it simply because it is a job and it will help them pay the rent and cover their bills and take their kids to school. Now, if they didn't have a wife, a child, would they work as intensely in that job that they resent so much? I doubt it. I know I wouldn't. I will still do this. This is in my job. This is my passion. I will still go to the gym. I will still write. I don't make any money from those things. Those are my passions. But my job, I think I would have given up on that, given up on that a long time ago. So family is number one. And even if we say we don't have enough time with family, I think as men, as men, and this is going to go to the men, we should work hard. Yes, work hard to make money so we can be able to afford time with our families because my daughter she's turning 3 in a f- in 7 days she'll be 3 soon she'll be 30 and i'll be you know begging her you know to come and see me over the holidays you know what i mean it's like i'll look back on these days and weep like i can't believe i went to work instead of spending time with my child I can't believe I watched that show instead of playing with my child. I can't believe I went out with friends instead of playing with my child. How sad would that be? So to close things things off, what kind of parent do you want to be? As usual, thank you so much for listening, but I will close off with a poem. Now, this is a poem I published on my Instagram. 
it is titled the poem is titled winter mornings winter mornings break men and in the cracks christ finds room to breathe life into his child winter mornings are god's house behind stained glass is the light of the lord rise young man take your torch and brave the ice Now if you want to get a feel of more of my poetry you can go to my Instagram which is at @oscarruto o s c a r r u t o or you can purchase my self published work of poetry on Amazon which is titled Anthology on Demonology a poetic discourse with the possessed it is very affordable but if you cannot make the purchase for whatever reason do not fret as I will be reading a poem episode. Thank you so much for giving me your time this weekend and I hope to catch you again on Monday for another episode of It's All Anonymous with me your host Oscar Ruto. Thank you.